Hi everyone, from Kobe Media, I'm Maria Tierney, and this is Stories For You Daily, a daily show where I talk about stories in the news from my perspective, addressing topics ranging from current social issues to happenings in media, business, and politics. Today, we're continuing to discuss developments in the 2020 Democratic presidential primary. But instead of talking about a candidate, we're actually discussing former President Barack Obama, who has until now quite conspicuously avoided commenting on this primary race. But that changed last Friday, where before a crowd of wealthy liberal donors in Washington, he finally weighed in. And what he said may come as a bit of a surprise to some. Here are a few of his comments that have been getting a lot of attention over the past several days. This is still a country that is less revolutionary than it is interested in improvement, he said at the annual meeting of the Democracy Alliance. The average American doesn't think we have to completely tear down the system and remake it, he said. So his suggestion to the candidates is to adopt a platform based on improvement of the current system rather than trying to tear down the whole thing. Obama's remarks come at a time when the primary central dynamic is a conflict over whether the best way forward is for the party to continue along a center-left path, most prominently represented by former VP Joe Biden and South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who we talked about yesterday, or to chart a more left-wing course, as Senators Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders have been doing. In what seemed like a rebuke of Warren and Sanders' far-left stances, Obama, who is still held in acceptance exceptionally high regard by Democratic voters, spent considerable time during his speech warning Democrats against adopting such left-wing populism as a party platform. He continued by saying, Voters, including Democrats, are not driven by the same views that are reflected on certain left-leaning Twitter feeds or the activist wing of our party. And that's not a criticism of the activist wing. Their job is to poke and prod and test and inspire and motivate, but the candidate's job, whoever that ends up being, is to get elected, he said. Obama pointedly didn't mention any candidates by name, but his speech decidedly argued for a more moderate approach. And as a candidate who ran and got elected twice, this stance makes sense, no matter how strongly the candidate feels about certain issues. If they're not able to win on those issues, then practically speaking, it's against their interest to run on them. And while the authenticity of a candidate such as Bernie Sanders is admirable and refreshing, Obama argued against the strategy that Democratic socialist politicians like Sanders and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez have employed in trying to mobilize voters by building enthusiasm over extremely ambitious policy proposals and questioning accepted wisdom on voting values, he says. I think it's very important to all the candidates who are running at every level to pay some attention to where voters actually are and how they think about their lives. And I don't think we should be deluded into thinking that the resistance to certain approaches to things is simply because voters haven't heard a bold enough proposal. And as soon as they hear a bold enough proposal, that's going to activate them. Because you know what? It turns out people are cautious because they don't have a margin for error. While Obama's Democracy Alliance comments mark the first time the former president has explicitly weighed in on the 2020 race, he has made other comments and gestures that hint at more moderate views on today's political climate. 
During a discussion about youth activism at an Obama Foundation summit in October, he critiqued call-out culture and overzealous activism as dubious strategies for changing the world. This idea of purity and you're never compromised and you're always politically woke and all that stuff, Obama said, you should get over that very quickly. The world is messy. There are ambiguities, he added. People who do really good stuff have flaws. People who you are fighting may love their kids and share certain things with you. Obama has warned about this idea of purity before, cautioning an audience in April about creating what's called a circular firing squad, where you start shooting at your allies because one of them is straying from purity on the issues. At the same event, he said, One of the things I do worry about sometimes among progressives in the United States is a certain kind of rigidity where we say, Oh, I'm sorry, this is how it's going to be, and there's no room for compromise. Comments such as these might seem to be at odds with the former president's calls for new blood in politics, but that's not necessarily so. As per our discussion on yesterday's show, we've seen that a middle-of-the-road approach is working for candidate Pete Buttigieg, who is several decades younger than the top three contenders only one of whom is seen as more moderate. Buttigieg's surge in the Iowa polls seems to prove Obama's point. A young, fresh candidate who isn't part of the political elite and embraces a moderate set of policies rather than advocating the tearing down of the whole system can succeed in this primary. The question of whether to focus on winning over moderate voters or building enthusiasm among more progressive and anti-establishment voters will likely continue to be a topic of heated debate among Democrats. But I think from what we've seen so far, a more moderate approach is the winning strategy, if they hope to be successful in 2020. We'll have to wait and see if the party is willing to heed President Obama's advice or if the progressives have taken ideological hold of the party. That's it for Stories For You Daily. If you'd like to hear more episodes, please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Maria Tierney, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.